the rule of the game right now is be patient and extend some grace and do what you can to set that meeting up for success. Welcome to your personal leadership accelerator. This is the Unbusy Leader Podcast with your host and leadership coach, James Mayhew. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Unbusy Leader Podcast. This is your host, James Mayhew. And you know, I love what I do. I have the the privilege of coming alongside my clients to create breakthroughs and perspective. And I think of you as part of a team. I don't think of you as a listener or an audience. I think of you as part of this high performance team because unbusy leaders are more present. They're in tune with what's going on around them and they earn the respect and trust of their teams and peers. So if you're new to this podcast, I just want you to know I release new episodes every Wednesday. And if this content is helpful to you, it would mean a lot to me if you would rate it and review it. I'm, I'm going off the schedule just a little bit here just for this one episode because I think this is such an important time to be helping leaders and managers and employees do better with virtual meetings. This is the new world that we live in right now. Since we can't convene together, so many businesses are working remotely, um, at least in partial or full capacity. And that means that, that meetings look different. And I'm going to share some tips with you on how to do better online meetings today, better virtual meetings. But before we get there, I just want to ask a question. You know, what's the first thing that comes to mind when you hear the word meeting? I think for most of us, it probably makes us cringe. And maybe that's because you've been a victim of a of bad meeting after bad meeting. Maybe you're leading meetings that other people have told you that they're not very good meetings. Here's the truth, though. Meetings are a fact of life in business. And if you're leading a meeting, you can't afford for it to be unproductive or meaningless or otherwise irrelevant. You just can't. And especially true now when we're doing virtual meetings, there's going to be a massive shift with so many of you working remotely. The question I'm really getting at here is I think there's a positive result coming out of this that we're actually going to get smarter and better about meetings. And so that's really what I want to talk with you about today. This whole thing has disrupted how we're working. And I believe it's exposing the inefficiency of meetings in new ways. Okay, so since many of you are experiencing this new meeting format, you're having to deal with the learning curve of using new technology. Do I use my phone? Do I use my computer? Are there firewalls that are preventing this? Is the microphone working? Can I hear people? Can I see them? What's wrong with my video camera? All of these things. We've got to become good at at handling those technical issues and troubleshooting. And that can be frustrating. So the rule of the game right now is be patient and extend some grace. And do what you can to set that meeting up for success. Now, I want to give you five quick tips to make your next virtual meeting successful. I want to preface this. This is based on using the Zoom product, and this is the paid product. So if you're on a platform other than Zoom, uh, this will still be helpful, but it may not be quite as tactical as what some of these are. But the first thing to have a successful virtual meeting is to make sure that you're sending out the invitation at least 24 hours ahead of time. No, that's not always possible, but you've got to do it as fast and as early as possible. You don't want the excuse of, well, I never got it, you know, and that's an easy one to use, especially if you're just sending it 
30 minutes before, 10 minutes before. Uh, that's just not okay. Let's be better at how we do these things. So set out the invitation as far enough as you can shoot for 24 hours. And here's the other piece of this is always include the link to the meeting every time, not just once on the first one, but if you're sending a reminder, always include that link. That's just courteous. And it's a sign of professionalism that you're prepared and you're organized. And number two is when you're using the paid features of Zoom, you can turn chat off. Now, as the meeting organizer, this is an option when you set the meeting up. Here's the thing. Using chat can be distracting. And there are times, I'll just say it this way, it's downright disrespectful, especially if somebody is not paying attention and if the chat is unrelated or maybe there's even some toxic behaviors going on between a couple of individuals and they're, and they're trying to cut it down. Just turn chat off. There's really no reason that you need it, that it's a requirement for most things. Number three, make video mandatory. We want to be able to see faces. This increases engagement and it creates accountability. Some people don't like video. I, I was on a Zoom call yesterday and uh, somebody was talking about that they were doing a networking meeting actually and somebody didn't want to join because they were self-conscious about using video. So if that's you and, and you feel a little self-conscious about using video, here's a couple more bonus tips to help. First of all, if you're using your computer and the computer is below you and you're looking down at it, uh, therefore the camera is looking back at you and pointing up, that's not a very flattering view. So one quick and easy thing that you can do is elevate your computer so that the camera is more eye level with you. So put it up on a monitor stand or even a couple of boxes if you have those laying around. So when you bring that up, so that it's a more natural view. And then also in the in Zoom, there's another setting in there. Um, it is called Touch Up My Appearance. And if you turn that on, it will soften blemishes or soften wrinkles and just give you a little bit more Hollywood look. It's a, Honestly, it's really good. It's not over the top. So go ahead and use that. And the number four tip for having a great virtual meeting is to set mics to mute and uh, teach people this and encourage them. If, if you haven't set it to automatically turn off, if you're the organizer, that is a, a feature you can do. You can mute everyone's mics. Uh, if you haven't done that and you want to teach people to do that, just show them. And so when they aren't speaking, get in the habit of muting your mic. There's so much background noise and it could be environmental noise. It could be slurping of a drink. Uh, it could be other tones from like your your alerts or your, um, your your phone. Every time that there is a noise in your room and it's going out to everybody, it can just create like this digital garble and it makes it hard for other people to hear. So one of the cool things with Zoom is you can see who's muted and who's not. So you can always just pause real quick and say, hey, James, you need to mute your mic. And there you go. And tip number five for hosting a great virtual meeting is for you to be a great facilitator. If this is your meeting, ask someone else to take notes if necessary. Like if this is the kind of meeting where you need to take notes, ask somebody else to do that. That takes the burden off of you. You can kind of monitor what's going on. You can you can stop people if they're starting to go down um, you know, paths that, that really aren't part of the meeting. Ask someone else to do the notes. That'll be a huge help. Uh, point number two around that one is is don't allow someone else to hijack the meeting. 
Uh, we all have been around that and we don't have to be in a virtual meeting for that to happen, but it also can happen in a virtual meeting because it's tough to interrupt people virtually. So you just need to set a precedent here and don't allow someone to hijack a meeting with their own agenda, if you will, or their own, you know, people will, will take things and start going into the weeds maybe, or, or maybe they're getting out of the weeds and they're starting to go up at this high level stuff and it's just not productive. You need to stop it. And then the third piece of being a great facilitator is break in and ask for a conversation to go offline. So if somebody does go down one of those tangents uh, and, and it's clear that this is not productive to the majority of people, or it's not part of what you're trying to accomplish, break in and just take that conversation offline. Now, if you do these five things well, I just want you to pay attention to how your team is going to respond to this. I believe what you'll find is that your meetings will become more focused more productive, people will be more engaged, and they'll probably be shorter because there's so much more organization to it. There's so much more focus and purpose around it. Meetings are a fact of life for leaders, so you need to take ownership for their success. Your team will thank you for it. And as always, I invite your ideas, your comments, and your questions. I want to thank you for listening. And remember, the Unbusy Leader releases the talent, the passion, and the skill of everyone around you.